What's up, guys? This is your host, Danny Baylor, Danny Cakes, and you are listening to the Immeasurably More podcast. Welcome back, you guys. This is Danny, and you're listening to the Measure More podcast. I'm super excited about today and what I'm going to bring you. And I just wanted to remind you to check out my last episode about embracing the suck, how we have to go through the hard times, how they make us better, and how God is so aware of what's going on and what He's doing through us. So check out episode 24. I know it's going to serve you well per usual. So you guys, today I have a super exciting guest. Um, This was super on my heart, like heavy this week about a friend of mine. His name's Ryan Husband. He's the CEO of LRX Apparel. It's an active lifestyle clothing brand. I'm so in love with this line. I'm super, super particular about what I wear. And we actually connected over social media in like the last few months and have been collaborating. We collaborated this week. And dude, you guys literally every single time we talk, like I, outside of like my network marketing business, like I've never met any other entrepreneur who just sees like their vision for their business, for their faith, the way that I do and the way that we connect. And so we started talking this weekend and I was like, dude, we have to podcast. Like our conversations, like I don't want to brag, but like you guys, (laughs) they're so powerful and God just speaks through him every single time. He's been such a blessing. Just like a few times that we've met and had conversations And I knew that he was somebody like I definitely wanted on this podcast, no question about it. And so I'm going to let you guys uh, hear a little bit about him. And we are going to just talk about all things entrepreneurship. I'm so excited for you to hear from a guy's perspective and how we partner with the Lord in our businesses. We'll get into some fitness and chat about our paths to discovering our callings and purpose. I think that's such a heavy topic that we're all just so curious about. And I can't wait for him to share with you. So just seemed like we had so much in common with like our past and our future and our visions. Like I said, he's full of so much wisdom and has already blessed me so much. So Brian, do you want to give us just a little background about yourself, about LRX, your vision for the company and what was your why behind starting? Awesome. Thanks. Thank you, Danny. Super stoked to be on the podcast today, guys. First of all, what I want to say, if you haven't met Danny um, in person, you guys, she is as genuine as she is. On social media, as she is in person, she's awesome, awesome to communicate with and just great to have conversations with. Um, definitely saw the spirit moving in conversations that we've had, even on FaceTime when I first met her and we started to connect and communicate from there. So pleasure to be on your podcast today, Danny. Um, I'll dive in, I guess, a little bit more about myself right now. So I'm Ryan. I'm the owner of LRX. LRX means live prescribed. Basically, our spiel is we create clothing that's the prescription to your active lifestyle. So clothes you can train in, live in, rest in, stuff you want to wear anywhere. Super comfortable clothing. It's multifunctional. You can feel good and, and look good in it wherever you go. Um, but kind of the heartbeat behind why I started LRX. We could get deep into the weeds about it, but really I had a passion um, for impacting people and a passion for following a purpose. And to go go super quick overview, and we'll dive more into this, I'm sure, in a little bit. But basically, I was sitting on my front porch um, my sophomore year of college. was talking to my mom, having a, having a conversation with her, and I was at a point in my life where I was depressed. I was anxious. And I didn't know um, how I was going to move forward in my life. And I told my mom to her face, I said, mom, I don't know if I want to live anymore. And was at the point of wanting to take my own life, my sophomore year of college. And I was sitting there and I was just begging God. And I know my mom was praying. I was begging God, God, give me purpose. Give me a reason um, just to live and a reason to do the things that I want to do in my life. And I was sitting in church and the Bible says that when we ask God for wisdom, God will give us wisdom, but only if we ask in confidence and faith that he would provide it. And I confidently asked God for wisdom and God 
gave me wisdom and said, Ryan, I'm going to use your your passions for purpose. And those passions were entrepreneurship, those passions were fitness, and those passions were for seeing people transition into a relationship with Jesus. And that's ultimately why I started LRX, or a faith-based fitness apparel company. To live prescribed is just to live according to the gospel. And the way that we communicate that as a team is just by serving people and loving people and focusing on that being the centerpiece of what we do. So. Yeah. Wow. I love that. You covered so much about what we're going to talk about, which I love. Um, And I can totally relate. I mean, I was at a point where I was just super fed up with my situation with my life and, um, you know, kind of trying to do it my way, but also like conforming to like what I thought the world expected of me. And I felt the exact same way. Like I felt so depressed, just like out of place. And I'm like, God, this isn't what I intended, like where I expected to end up probably at the same age that you, you know, you are now. Um, and you guys, you're 25, right? Yep. 25. Which I think is incredible because you've had the company for a few years now. And I'm like, I started my business. Well, I guess I've been a younger entrepreneur, but still the vision that you have, I think is just so huge. And I want you to share too, like what's we like a why is so important behind Mm -hmm. your, your business and your passion, like really what keeps you going. It's like, what's your why? Like what, what is we like to get deep. Like my podcast, yeah, like, all absolutely. That deep. Like, I'm like, I'm like, go deep. Um, what's your, your biggest why? And what is your vision? Like, cause you talk about like a big vision with this. Like, you don't want to just be like, Oh, like a small shop. Like you want to have huge yeah. impact. I'm like, that's what, how yeah. I feel to connect so much. Um, but tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, when I understood my purpose, which was really, I mean, our purpose as, as Christians is to live in alignment with God's intention for our life and our reality. Um, And I believe that God has given us purpose. As soon as we were even a thought, God gave us purpose, you know? And when I was born, I was born with the same purpose that I have and I'm living out right now. And God's constantly fine tuning what that purpose looks like. So for me, my why is just to impact people and to serve people. And as Christians, our, our why is literally just to share Jesus with people and demonstrate what it looks like to be a Christ follower. So for me, my why is centered in that. In, a, in the grand scheme of things, in terms of business, our goal is to be the holistic fitness apparel company in the industry that competes against some of the best in the industry. So I'm not talking about just being another small business. Our goal is to bring this prescription or this meaning and this purpose to everybody. Our goal is to compete against some of the biggest companies in the industry like Lululemon, Viore, other really, really high quality activewear companies. And our goal would be to be the faith-based company that stands up for the things that we need to stand up for, especially in the world that we're living up for, that we're living in today. And to share that purpose with people that changes people's lives because it's an alignment with God's intention for our life, right? If we're Christians and we believe that God made us with purpose, right? Then we live in that alignment and we share that alignment with other people, no matter whether you're a believer or you're not a believer. That alignment is the same for everybody, right? I have purpose. You have purpose, whether you're a Christian, whether you're a believer or not. We all have the same purpose, which is to serve God. And the closer we can live in that alignment, the more close we're going to live in in accordance to our purpose. So Yeah. And and be happy, right? I think God calls us to want to enjoy what we do. And I think it's like no accident that we love the things that we love. You know, I think so many people, like they search for a calling. They're like, what's my life purpose? Like, what is my calling? And I think that you can have multiple callings or different seasons of your life. We have different callings, but like, I know that you definitely had a desire like for entrepreneurship. Like I kind of want to get into, you know, we both discussed um, how we were in a past relationship mm-hmm. and those really like deterred us from, from moving forward and held us back in a lot mentally. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of want you to share like about that or is, was obviously there's a season in your life where you felt like, you know, the world or certain people like kind of talked you out of mm-hmm. like you were saying like, Hey, I, I know I wasn't meant for a nine to five, but I felt like I had to do that. Yeah. And, 
So kind of sharing a little bit about that, what, what it felt like yeah. to be held back. Absolutely. And I think, I think no matter what people say to us, right, God still has that purpose. And there's going to be people that come into our life that deters us from that purpose. You know, for me, past relationship, I don't regret having the relationship that I had. Um, but I'm glad that I made the decision to transition away from it. Right. And when you feel that conviction on your heart that this isn't what it's supposed to be, that's the opportunity. And that's God literally just talking to you and saying, hey, Ryan, you know, hey, Danny, like this is the time to make a transition. And I think the hardest thing is, is being obedient and listening. Like literally, well, you, you, I mean, me, I was on my knees praying, God, what do I need to do differently? What do I need to do differently? And God gives you the answer almost immediately. Like the Bible, again, the Bible says, when you ask God for wisdom, God will give you wisdom. And that wisdom is right away, right? You know the answer, right? I knew the answer for, for a year, two years of what I needed totally. to do. So such a long time, you know? And in that period of time when you're not being obedient to what God's calling you to, what's the outcome? More frustration, more pain, more doubt, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're immediately obedient, whether it's scary or frustrating or not, right, you take that step to be obedient. So for me, I look at it and say, man, that person held me back, right? But really, was it them holding me back or was it me holding myself Ooh. back from the next step, right? I mean, I believe yeah. in this, this concept of like, ownership, like taking ownership over how you acted, right? So if I take ownership over how I acted in that situation, I would say, man, I could have, I could have transitioned long, long before I did, you know, yeah. and it's my fault that it stayed the way that it was for so long, because I already knew the answer to take of what I needed to do, you know? Um, and I think that, you know, I can be frustrated about what people said, or what what was said, or what was done, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, the strength that I needed was just the trust in God's wisdom that he's already given me when I asked him for it. Right. So like yeah. prolonging that, that's my own fault. Them saying that it causes trauma, right? It causes frustration. It causes pain. And that's real. But how we react to what they say is asking God for wisdom and being obedient to what God tells us. Wisdom and obedience. Yes. Those words were like so heavy on my heart. Right. And I did, I was the same place. Like I knew for two of the three years, you know, that I, that God was calling me away. And I was like, but it doesn't make logical sense in my brain. Like right. I care about this person, but God's like, I'm not logical. And when you're obedient, God shows up in not logical ways either. Like he mm -hmm. doesn't need logic. He needs like, we yeah. need only God. And so that's kind of what I talk about, like with immeasurably more too, is, you know, when we're obedient, we take those steps, like God shows up in ways, like he like rewards you for your obedience, you know, mm -hmm. um, something I totally love that you kind of talked about and I didn't haven't forgotten was you were saying like being in that and we, we like in the idea of our calling and our purpose is the difference between like feeling like you're being defined versus being refined. So like, mm -hmm. where was your mentality from that thought? Yeah. So through that, you know, the, the refining is the process of being obedient. Like the defining is what we think we are from an identity perspective in that moment. Right. The identity perspective, the, the definition of who we think we are is like, for me, it was like, I'm anxious, I'm depressed, I'm never going to move forward from this. It's like this fixed perspective of what, what we think we currently are and what our thoughts are towards our ability of being able to move forward from that. And that moment, that fixed perspective kept me stuck in the fact that I'm anxious, I'm depressed, I'm not in the relationship that I need to be in, I'm not in alignment with my purpose. And in that moment, the thought was, I will never be out of this right? Yeah. People that are going through, if you're struggling with anxiety and depression right now, the thought is I will never be out of this. You're thinking that right now. My biggest like plea to people that are struggling with it is like, 
this is temporary. Like the Bible says that suffering produces endurance, endurance produces character, character produces hope, right? You can't have hope without suffering. There's no, there's no, you can't have hope without suffering. So if you don't suffer, you're never going to be able to understand what hope is, right? Yeah. So get through that first season that you're struggling with. That's really, really hard. Whether you're young, you know, whether you're old and you're going through a hard time that you couldn't believe yourself to get out of, like, it's just getting through that hump. And then after we're through that hump, we can see God's faithfulness. And then in the future, we can rely on God's faithfulness in the past to get us through the present, right? And that's the refining aspect, right? So I'm wondering, I mean, I know this happens to every entrepreneur, any business owner, but like from the outside perspective, people think that like, oh, you just made it or you grew your business or whatever, you're becoming successful. But was there like a time when you first stepped out and you're like, okay, I know I'm supposed to be obedient to my calling and, you know, start this company. Was there a moment where like, not like you doubted, but you weren't quite quite yet to the point where you wanted to be. And did you like, did you doubt it? Or like, what was that season for you? Like, especially spiritually, you know, I think that's, that's what makes or breaks business owners. That's what makes or breaks entrepreneurs is like, is this really my calling because it's not working out, but it's about just waiting it out. And so was there a memory that comes to mind? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, the like there is always, there's there's always those moments. Like, you know, we have those moments. I'll have that moment today. I'll have that moment two years ago, three years ago. I'll have that moment three years ago, three years in the future. Right. Um, and, and I know that's going to, it's bound to happen. And I laugh. I actually, now to the point where when those moments come, I laugh at that moment. And I'm like, it's not like I haven't been here before. Right. You know what I mean? Like I've been here before. I see it kind of like what I just talked about a minute ago, but I look back to when you don't have the right people around you to get you from point B to point C, maybe they got you from point A to point B. That's great. Yeah. I'm so thankful for those people that got me to from point A to point B. And honestly, I feel indebted to them because at that time it's like, the leadership that I was that I was doing again, coming back to that ownership perspective, like I wasn't doing what I needed to do to be successful, but those people weren't going to help me get to where I needed to go. So for me, it was that those moment of the people, the people that I was around a year, year and a half ago, they weren't helping me understand and get to that bigger vision. But I wasn't helping them understand and get to that bigger vision, right? So in that season of my life, where I was doubting, I didn't know what I needed to do. I mean, I started my apparel company with absolutely no knowledge of anything to do with creating apparel. Right. And there was a, there was a defining moment, I would say in my, in my business life, you know, there was, there's two options, right? I said, God, are we sinking? Are we swimming? And this was right when COVID started, when the coronavirus started. Right. And I had just put a ton of money in a bunch of inventory and all of our sales had been through uh, running local events and pop-ups at gyms, right? Every single bit of our sales, probably 98% of our sales was coming from that, not anything online. And I was like, okay, God, what am I going to do here in this moment? And I had a moment of doubt. I'm like, what are we going to do? And then I had a moment of re- realizing, remembering the purpose that God created me for. And God didn't get me here so that I couldn't get there, right? Yeah. God got me here so that I could get there. And I said, God, what, what's, what's it going to be? And it's either sink or swim. And every business was asking that same question, you know, when this first started happening. And God said swim, right? And uh, I decided that, you know, the option right now is we're going to pivot. We're going to figure out what we need to do to be successful. And the outcome of that was doubt for 24 to 48 hours. Then it was down on my knees saying, God, what do I need to do? And then it was God. And then it was asking God for wisdom. And the answer was, Ryan, you need to do this. And we ended up the, the transition of that and the, the big win of like that really, really hard moment to the really, really po- positive moment was we flipped it. And we actually ended up running a campaign that raised $45,000 for the local gym in two months of the first bit of the coronavirus, right? Wow. We were able to give back to 750 gyms in five different countries 
just from getting down on my knees and saying, God, what do we need to do in this situation? I know you're saying swim, but how are we going to do it? And God gave the answer right away. So that wisdom aspect is something I always come back to, but definitely a challenging moment. And there are so many more challenging moments. I mean, we have a manufacturer right now. We've been working with since February on a product and, and, uh, they basically just stole, stole all of our money from the, from the product that we ran. Right. And that's like, okay, what are we going to do now? Right. So it's like, figure it out, right. Figure it out. There's always options. There's always an option to get through it. Right. And God didn't bring you to it if you didn't have plans on how to get through it, you know? So it's, it's just, you know, that the challenging moments are coming. I mean, entrepreneurship is, is a constant uphill battle, right. And you get to get those wins here and there. Right. But those wins here and there are what really pushes you to make the biggest steps forward. And if you look at any success, uh, success story of anybody else, it took, you know, it took 10, 15, 20 years for somebody to become an overnight success, <laughs> you know, oh, so, absolutely. it's just, it's just part of the process. And I'm, I'm in it and I know you are, I'm in it for the game and I'm in it for the fun. I was talking to Cole, our head of ops this morning and I was just like, bro, how many fires you fight today? He's like, ah, probably 20. And he's like, I'm, I'm like, I'm here for it. Let's make it happen. <laughs> you know? Like, let's go. Who cares? It's part of the process and it's part of the fun. So. Yeah. And I think that's like, what I always think about, okay, there are hard things about what I do, but the heart of a nine to five or just being outside of my, my calling. It's like, I knew that I was supposed to do something different. I knew I was supposed to be independent. Like I was supposed to lead, like I was supposed to rise up, you know, so I'm creating that resilience. So when you talk about wisdom, because this is like, this is so crazy. You guys, this was my word of the year mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> something I have like on my dream board. I love it. The main word that like my boyfriend and I like focus on and like seeking, you know, just in our businesses and our relationship and like, just like seeking wisdom. But I want to know, like, is there something specific? Like, so, cause there's a lot of like, I feel like new believers that listen on this podcast. Yeah. And so how would you say like, how would you encourage them to seek wisdom? Is it just in prayer? Like, what are some like practical steps they yeah. can do? And sometimes if they're like, Hey, I'm not hearing God, then what? Like, what do you, what's your perspective yeah. on that? It's literally just believing, right? It's believing that God will give you that wisdom. Like it's ask God for wisdom and ask in confidence and faith. Right. And I, I give this example all the time. If I, if I have a friend that constantly takes me out to dinner, right. And he has more money than me. So he can take me out to dinner. We can go to a nice restaurant. And he asked me again, like, you know, Hey, hey brother, Friday night, let's go out to dinner. I'll, I'll take you out. We'll grab some steak, you know, at a nice restaurant. And I say, bro, I don't have enough money. Like I, I can't pay for it. And he says, bro, I got you. Like I, I'll take care. I've taken care of you every other time. Like I'll take care of you. And you're like, and I'm like, bro, like, no, I can't go. Like, I, I, I'm not confident that, that you're going to be able to pay for me, you know? And it's the same thing. Like, why even ask God for wisdom if you don't believe he's going to give it to you? Wow. It's like, it's mocking God. It's literally just mocking him, right? Like, yeah. why ask? It says asking confidence and faith. So I, my challenge to, to you or to, to, the, to the new believer or the, or the believer that's just in that really, really tough season right now, believe that God will give it to you. Like, believe it and God will give it to you. And it's absolutely immediate. And also when you get the answer, who cares if you don't like the answer, right? You can be obedient now or you can be obedient later. The process of sanctification is real. Um, and you, when you walk into a relationship with Jesus, he gives you an opportunity to be obedient. And I know in my life, you know, we just talked about this with relationships, one to two years of not being obedient. We already knew the answer, right? Yeah. Just because you don't like the answer doesn't mean God didn't give it to you, right? So that would be that would be my biggest encouragement is like, you know the answer, take the step that you need to take, and you ask for it in faith. Now walk in faith. 
and make it happen. And the outcome is going to be 10 times better than you can ever imagine. I love that. Exactly. And measurably more. So <laughs> I definitely felt or dealt with a lot of guilt mm. in the beginning. Like when I had this, you know, eye opening thought that like, okay, I need to start this business. I need to leave the relationship. Like I need to like be obedient to what God's doing mm -hmm. in my right. life. Did you feel that way? Like, was there a sense of guilt where you're like, God, like, I know I've been ignoring you. And how'd you deal with that? Like, so, what if somebody's like, dude, I've messed up. Like it's been too late or I wasn't obedient. Like what would you encourage somebody with that? Yeah. God's mercies are new every morning. Like it's, it's literally like, you know, you got to believe it. Right. And a lot of our past, the way the world operates versus how God operates is completely different. Right. God operates in grace and God operates in mercy. Just because somebody else hasn't forgiven you for the thing that you did 10 years ago or five years ago or two years ago, doesn't mean God didn't do it immediately. Right. We live in a sinful world around sinful people, but we serve a God that literally will erase and eradicate and that sent his son Jesus to die on a cross so that we could have those mercies new every morning and that we could have that grace. You see, again, it goes back to that faith, like believe God, you've been, you've given me grace. I can walk away from this. Like Satan has no stronghold. He has no hold on me right now. There's no grip that Satan can have. that's not stronger than the power of Jesus. Right. And it, that's boom. It's immediate. You know, you fall into sin, you walk into temptation, you do something you shouldn't have done. You know, you said something you shouldn't have done to somebody else. Right. You know, you mess up with your, you, you mess up and, and do something with your boyfriend or girlfriend that you shouldn't be doing. Right. Like God's grace is immediate the next day. Ask him for it and expect that he's going to give it to you. And it's received. That is so good. Not, I just love, I love <laughs> just, it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, that's, I'm speaking myself, right. I'm speaking myself. Right. And it, it's, it's things that I struggle with, right. Of that guilt or that frustration. And that's like, that's Satan just trying to keep you where you're at. And the longer that you can be frustrated and guilty about it, what do you do when you're guilty? You go to the things that don't give you life because you're frustrated. You're sad, right? You're, 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 you're not feeling good, right? So you yeah. go back to the same thing that just got you in the place you're in in the first place. So you got to remember that. That's, that's Satan's way of tricking us. Yeah, I talk about that all the time because I really feel like a huge calling for me has gotten me to this point to like start a podcast and really share my heart, be bold. And that was a thing I was just so afraid of specifically in that relationship, in that season of my life, where mm -hmm. I felt like I was talked out of, you know, just living righteously and wanting to share my heart. And like, I was like mocked for being a believer. I was always put down. And so it made me so insecure. And I was like, how could I ever start talking? Like, how could I ever share? Even though that was within me. So your passion or your vision with your business or entrepreneurship or whatever it is that you want to achieve with LRX, can you explain like, what were some of the lies like that you were told? before and how did you break out of them yeah um i lies i've been told like um your anxiety and de your depression is gonna is going to eliminate your ability to be a strong leader wow. right that was that was a lie i believe for a long long time sometimes it still comes up and i see it right mm -hmm. and how did i overcome that it was constantly putting myself in positions to be uncomfortable right my anxiety and depression was so bad that like I was, when I, when I first kind of started walking into my business, I had the opportunity to go on a bunch of mission trips, right? And just to travel outside of the country or be outside of a place, like I, my, my anxiety and depression uh, hit me when I was sleeping. Like I just wouldn't be able to sleep, right? Cause I'd be up thinking thoughts were rushing, right? And so I didn't want to go anywhere and sleep in a place that was uncomfortable where I couldn't sleep, right? So I got this opportunity to go on a mission trip to Costa Rica. And I was like, ah, I don't want to go. Like, I'm just not going to go, right? And would put myself in that uncomfortable situation, right? And then I go on and then I got asked to go on another one. Okay. Uncomfortable situation. Got asked to go on another one. Uncomfortable situation. A year later, I got asked to lead. Notice the word lead, right? I, I got, you know, I got asked to lead a trip to Costa Rica, right? 
And leadership to me in that, in that thought was like your anxiety and your depression are going to eliminate your ability to be a leader. I got asked to lead a trip to Costa Rica and I said no. And I had a buddy that called me out and said, bro, you need to be there. You need to do this. I went and I led a trip of, I led a mission trip to Costa Rica. So it was constantly just putting myself in, unco- myself in uncomfortable situations so that I could eradicate that lie in my life, right? Like yeah. all the time, com- constantly going against what that lie is and putting yourselves in situations that make you uncomfortable to being able to overcome so that you can overcome those things, right? And also just remembering that like, there's a reason you find discomfort in the situations that you, know, um, you have trauma with or in. And God intends to use that discomfort to be able to lean on his comfort. So, yeah, I love that. Okay. So I can totally relate to that because I always share, okay, if we, the things that we typically feel insecure about or that we're doubting about ourselves, it's like, why, why are they so heavy? If, mm-hmm. if it wasn't something that we were so afraid of, it's like, why is the enemy so intimidated about what you would do if you were great in that area if you were excellent in that area because that that part of you is going to glorify god right and so now it's like what you're stepping into and i just love how everything that comes back to like obedience and belief and i think that's probably like where i'm like feeling convicted like i lack a little bit is i'm like okay god i'm like i'm reading proverbs like i'm praying for wisdom all the things but i think i am kind of doubting and i think that comes from like maybe it's something like self-worth mm-hmm. like god do you think that i'm worthy of having what i'm asking you for yeah. Um, has this something you've ever struggled with? Yeah, I would, you know, the worthy aspect. Yeah. It comes up a lot from a standpoint of like when things happen that you're like, this is only God. Right. Yeah. And, and I get emotional about those things when those happen. I mean, I'm sure you've been in a situation where something happens and you're like, God, what? Like what? You're shocked. Like, am I even worthy of this? And it's like, I can always sit there for so long to know that when my identity is in the right place, it doesn't matter whether I think I'm worthy or not. God's given it to me, right? Yeah. He's blessed me with that. So for me to even ask or question that any more than what I than than for a second of like gratitude, it's like shifting that am I worthy into like God, you are so good, like you are so good. Thank you for blessing me with this situation, right? Or thank you for for walking me through this situation so that I could be prepared and equipped to do the things I need to do to to carry out the purpose you've given me, right? And that's incredible. And like, it's like, bro, you wake up every single day with this fire and this purpose every single day. And I'm talking to you, Danny, like, bro, yeah. like, you know, you wake up with this fire and this purpose to change the world and impact and make an impact. Like yeah. God's giving you that for a reason. Like that's, that's like, literally we, we are filled up and we serve others, right? You do this so that you can serve others. And literally we were talking the other day, you said, I do this so that other people can hear my story. So that their lives, they don't have to go through it the same way that I went through it, right? Yeah. It's the same thing yeah. for everything that we do. And, and God's intentions are so good. They're so, so good through, through that situation of, of bringing us to our perceived aspect of worthiness. We're not worthy. Like, that's the thing. Like, we're in innate, innately by ourselves not worthy. We're fleshly, right? But God blesses yeah. us so that we can impact other people, you know? So... I think the thing that I'm like, I'm noticing that I love so much about the way that you speak is that everything that you say, I mean, with obviously is like obviously gone back to God, but it's about who he is. Like, it doesn't matter about like where we've been, like our mistakes, like what we think about ourselves. You're like, you're, you're what you're supposed to do. And like, you're calling your purpose. Like that all, it all relates to like the character of God. It's what God believes about you and what he's going to do through you and for you. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That just hit me so, so deep right now for some reason. 
like I think I put too much I like I'm is it putting too much pressure on myself or I'm um like being prideful in a sense like yeah. well I have to do this like mm -hmm. this is my calling and this is what I'm, and God's yeah. like no well it's me though like and I got yeah. you and I'm leading you and I'm I'm the one who gives wisdom you know and not like I said I'm trying to do you know what I'm trying to say like mm -hmm. I just love that everything that you say just leads back to like the character of God and that mm -hmm. he loves us so fully like he wants us to have so much more and I just I feel like it was yesterday dude it's been like three years this in like two in a couple months it'll be three years it, this was the season of my life where I was like, oh dear God, I need something. And then like flashing lights, he's like, I told you about this business opportunity and you need to like run with it. And it was so clear to me, but I feel like it was yesterday that I'm like, okay, God, I'm a mess. And I know I'm doing this. I'm taking the leap and I'm terrified of what's next because I can only see literally the next step in front of me and right. thinking like, why me? Like, what, what could you possibly do with me? You know, and now seeing what he's done. And even now I feel like I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, I, I keep like being like, immeasurably more is like who I am. And I feel like he's reminding me like, but there's a next level. Like there's mm -hmm. a next level yeah. of immeasurably more for you, Danielle. Like, yes, we went through that, but like, can't you understand that? Like I have something more and like, I don't know. I just love that. Yeah. Everything yeah. you're saying, like just always leads back to the character of God. I, I think it's like, even if we can picture what the future looks like or that future Danny or that future Ryan looks like, it's going to be 10 times better than what we yes. could even dream up. Like I'm, I'm literally 20 steps away from where I told my mom that I was going to kill myself five years ago. Right. And like, I'm 20 steps away from that physical location. Right. But I am five years into the future wow. in God's intention on my life. Right. I just walked into, for my business, I just walked into the four year room. Right. And I look at other businesses and I'm like, man, it took Nike 18, 20, I think 20 years to bring their company public. I'm in four years, right? Four, four years. Wow. It took them that long to get from point A to point B. We see these companies and these big things around us and we don't realize how long it took them to get from point A to point B, right? It's just, it's literally just the start, right? With your podcast, with your business, you're like, this is big now. Just imagine five years from now. How much have you got done in the last three years in your life, Danny? Like, seriously, yeah. it's crazy. <laughs> it blows my mind. Looking three back years. at like Three, four years is like nothing now. Yeah. yeah I mean, and it's, it's, it's so much time. I mean, think about two months ago. Like it's been so much stuff's happening too much. You literally just, yeah. just got a boyfriend. You just, you just started dating your current boyfriend like <laughs> in the last six months or so. Like, dang, God. Like, what's up? You know? Yes. He works quickly. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's literally like what I'm praying when I'm writing, journaling. Mm -hmm. what I'm thinking I just exactly what you said I feel like God's like Danny you feel like you've done so much work and granted I'm sure you know like there's so many mm -hmm. there are daily thoughts and disciplines that you as an individual as an entrepreneur like whether you work with somebody else whether you have a team like it's still it's still you going to work every single day mm -hmm. and like you building something and like being obedient all those things but I really feel like God's like Danny like we are just getting started and I same I'm like and that's oh the verse it's like you can't even dream up like what I have next. Yeah. And mm -hmm. that just comes to obedience. I love just how like raw and vulnerable you are about your whole, you know, cause sometimes that's, those things are like scary to admit, you know, the past thoughts that you had about yourself and. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it is. Yeah. It's scary. It definitely scary. I think to admit, but <laughs> I talked about that, that trip that I had in Costa Rica, the first one and we we're, it was a leadership development trip and I couldn't have gotten any more vulnerable than I got in that moment. I was sitting in a room of 10, 15 other people that I had just met. 
And I say one thing and I start crying for like four hours. I lost all the tears, right? And I think in that moment, I gave myself the opportunity and ability to be completely vulnerable about my life and about myself. And I saw, I look back at that moment, I saw the growth that happened because of that. And as a man, it's like, okay, like, you know, guys think that they can't be vulnerable. Like, no, it's transparency and it's maturity, right? Like, and that's, that's how we should live our lives. That's how we should operate. I'm not saying you should share your whole heart and your whole life with everybody. I'm saying that your story that God's written is too good not to be shared, right? So just share it, right? So it's like, and also like in sharing those things, it gives power to the story and gives power to God at the same time because God wanted you to share it. What, what he wrote on your life. It's testimony of God's faithfulness, you know? Yeah, I think that's totally part of the obedience of like yeah. not only taking steps and doing the things, but also like sharing. And that's, I think that was like what was so heavy on my heart too is I'm like, I need to be that girl that I needed and mm-hmm. I need to be her like publicly. Yeah. Even, and the, the things that I've been like the most terrified to ever share about like self-image or, you know, being single in my late 20s and all those things. Like I was like, you know, the enemy's like, you're a loser and like, you're this and like, you're not worthy and blah, blah, blah. And in, in return, it's like, when I opened up about those things, yeah. I connected with so many people than I ever could have imagined, you know? And it's like, there has to be a sense of like vulnerability that creates mm-hmm. connection with other humans. Like, I think so, we did we talk about this. Like, I think that's what's missing in so many businesses mm-hmm. is that human connection you said. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would say definitely like if it's just surface level and we always talk about the difference between like actual and transactional relationships, right? Transactional relationships happen all the time in business, right? But actual relationships are what makes makes an impact. Um, We talk about the difference between titles and testimonies, right? You know, titles are about all the, all the things that we we can, if I'm sitting at the end of my life, you know, and I, and I have my funeral and I have all these awards and all these accomplishments sitting in the chairs around me, right? But there's no people. What impact did I really make? But it, imagine if you have, you're at your funeral and, and it's literally filled up with a line of people that want to share at the microphone. That's testimonies. It's about the life, the impact that your life had on their life. And essentially what that is, it's, it's about how closely aligned did you live in your purpose to what God called you to, right? Because then what happens is more and more testimonies of God's faithfulness through your life to impact other people. Right. So in business, you know, actual relationships, I mean, again, we talk about the nine to five people hate their jobs and that makes me sad. So my goal in business and in life is how can I create an atmosphere and a culture that makes people that want to work nine to five jobs literally feel like they're living in alignment with the purpose that God's called them to in that nine to five. You know, I'm tired of seeing people, you know, parents, friends, parents that are like, yeah, I just work to make money. And then so that I can pay for the things, you know. And again, like people go to school, they get, they go into debt, they go to school to go into debt, to get a job, to that job, tell them you need more experience to go back to school, to go into more debt, to work another job, to make more money. And all that time is wasted. I mean, it's not wasted. It's time that's gone from your ability to to walk into that purpose because we are seeking pleasure instead. So in business, just really focusing on having those actual relationships with people that serve them and ask them the question, how can I be better to you? How can I be better for you? How can I make this more enjoyable for you, you know, and, and make it align with the purpose that they feel like they've been called for and share, and share with them the vision of where they're going to fall into place within what you're doing. Yeah, I think maybe this is just me, but I feel like so much of our, our purposes are calling. It has to be about serving other people. Mm-hmm. And when we're not doing that, we do. We feel this like sense of, of loss, you know, or be feeling out of place or something. So 
I just have one follow-up question for you. Yeah. Like what piece of advice would you give a previous you? So like right back in that place before you had your breakthrough, I always think about, okay, what would I have told myself? Like, I wish I want to be the girl that like I would have had that season, like earlier to be like, Danny, why are you in this relationship? Like literally to shake me and speak life into me. What would you say to someone who can relate to where you were at, at that point? Like maybe they need to take a leap or they need to start the business or leave the relationship. Like, what would you say to them? Mm-hmm. I would say there's, there's two things that have been coming to my mind recently. And well, one, one phrase, it's aggressive patience, being super, super aggressive with what you want for your life, but being super, super patient, realizing that it takes time for things to happen in the season in life that you're in right now. It may be really, really hard and really, really challenging, but if you're patient to see it through and you work hard, you, you actively work hard to be patient. Like, don't just be, don't just be sitting there, you know, being annoyed that you have to be patient like actively work hard at being patient and then be focused on the things that you can accomplish around you and the things that you can control, then you're going to see a light at the end of the tunnel and kind of have a vision for what the future is going to look like. So for me, in that moment of anxiety and depression, not believing or giving into the lie that this is how it's always going to be. Work through it and be patient through that season and realize that six months to a year from now, it's going to look different than it looks now. There was one when I was younger, somebody told me, and this was when I was a really young kid, And it was a really silly situation. My friend told me, he said, it sucks right now, but one day it won't. (laughs) And just believing that, just really, really believing that maybe it's hard right now. One day it won't be hard or as hard because you're going to get better. Love that. So Ryan, thank you so much for sharing today. I feel like we could go on and on and on, Um, but I really want to connect everyone with you because just you guys, just the stuff that he posts like is so inspiring. To me, like I said, he has so much wisdom. He's so connected to the Lord. And I know that you'll just be served so well just by following his, um, just him on Instagram. So where can they find you? Where they where can they get some LRX gear? Where can they get yeah. connected with you? Absolutely. Uh, my personal Instagram handle is Ryan A. Husband. I'm not a husband. Last name's husband. Middle name's Andrew. So you can follow me at Ryan A. Husband. That doesn't help my dating game, by the way. It actually probably deters it and makes it worse. Um but, and then for my business, you can follow me, follow us at LRX Apparel um, and shop with us at LRXApparel.com. I love that. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you follow up. And like I said, get your hands on some LRX gear and um, stay tuned for our little collaboration. I'm excited to share with you guys. So much fun. Yeah. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and share with anybody about this message, you guys. Um, any other entrepreneurs, anybody who's literally, if there's somebody on your heart when you listen to this, like send it their way. Like don't even hesitate um, and let them be blessed by Ryan's conversation and just the wisdom that um, the Lord flows through him. And I hope that you guys just are just encouraged that no matter like how deep you are in your pit, like there's so much more, like God has so much intention and you are worthy and just to seek him. So Rate, review, and subscribe. You guys can follow me if you have any questions or feedback. I'd love to hear from you. Um, my personal is Danny Cakes, D-A-N-N-N-I Cakes, or um, my podcast, Instagram, imagely.more.podcast. And so on the next episode, I know God has been leading me to share with you guys all about how I deal with rejection, why we deal with rejection love and being accepted. And so I'll see you guys on Tuesday and I will leave you with this. Proverbs 27, 17. Iron sharpens iron and one person sharpens another. 